Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 and 14. I'm not going to preach this thing through. I'm not going to go through all my notes. I just need to just lay this in your spirit. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 13 and 14. Hear the word of the Lord. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God. Keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. Elder, you, <laughs> this is your testing. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> For God shall bring every work into judgment. <laughs> this is the tallying of the test. <laughs> All the work you've been doing, everything you've been putting. He said, I'm going to bring every work into judgment. Every secret thing, whether good or whether it be evil. The conclusion of the matter. Listen, we're, we're already in it. We're already in it. Here's what the word of the Lord says. Thank you for standing and referencing the word of the Lord. Solomon says, this is the end of it. This, this is really when, it, when it's all said and done, this is, this is the bottom line. This is the bottom line. Number one, you got to fear God. You have to fear God. Hear me, people of God. Stop worrying about folk in your life. They got a big mouth. Listen, some of you have lost money, have lost time and relationships because you feared people. You feared what they, what they would say, what they would think, how they would respond, how they act. Listen, you got to fear God. I had men coming to me said, Taylor, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You a grown man. You living at your wife's parents' house. And you got all your family in one bedroom. Man, how, how, can you, how can you stand and preach to God's people? Man, if I, if I, if, if I was your church, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even listen to your sermons. You, 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 and the Bible says you worship an infidel, but what they didn't know is that I heard God. And God wanted to make sure that the next thing that he did, his hand was on it. So that nobody could get glory out of it. See, you got to understand, some roads, see, here, here it is. Your road may not be other people's road. But don't let nobody rebuke your road. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? I'm not telling you to go the way I went. I'm not telling you got to do it the way I did it. I heard the Holy Spirit. And, in, and he in response to decisions I had already made previously. Hallelujah. Orchestrated a path for us. I thank God for my wife for, for being obedient. Not just to the Lord but to her husband. You got to fear God. When... when when Solomon says fear God, this is what he's saying. He says you need to reverence, honor, and respect God. Reverence, honor, and respect God. This is not the time. Hear me, people of God. This is not the time to dismiss the voice of the Lord. No matter who he sends it through. 
And here's something I've learned about God. A lot of times, he will speak through the voices that piss us off the most. Oh, y'all don't believe it? See, God made Moses a mouthpiece for Pharaoh, Ramses. And Ramses, he loved his cousin brother, but he never wanted to hear from him as an authority. And there's some people in your life that may be in certain regards beneath you. But if God has raised them up as a voice to you, if you disregard their voice, you're disregarding the voice of the Lord. Now, I'm not saying every whim that they have. I'm not saying their, their emotions and their opinions. You got enough Holy Ghost. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull Sir and Kokogard in here. Don't, don't, don't act like you, you just some, you know, dumb Christian. That you don't know the Lord. You got the Holy Ghost. Does anybody beside me have the Holy Ghost in here? You have enough spiritual sense to know when the word is, of God is coming to you. And you know it's the word of God because it offends your flesh. But your spirit is like, ah, finally somebody said it. Honor reverence respect the word of the Lord respect God God wants to do way more in your life than you want done did anybody hear what I just said God wants to do way more in your life than what you want done but many times we are not eligible to receive the blessings of God because we don't fear him when we fear the Lord, we're willing to deal with the consequences of man to be in right standing with God. You know that you're fearing the Lord when you're willing to deal with the consequences of your social network, of your, of your immediate circle. You're, you're willing to deal with the repercussions of, of not pleasing them in order to make sure that God is pleased. Everybody say, fear God. If you need more understanding on that, ask your neighbor. Like, please don't ask me. You fear the Lord. You fear the Lord. When you make up in your mind, only his opinion counts. In other words, you decide not to even do what you want to do. But not only does it say fear the Lord, everyone say it one more time, fear the Lord. Fear God. But then the second thing that he says, and we're out of here, keep his commandments. First thing as it relates to keeping his commandments, number one, you got to understand them. You have to understand the law of the Lord. This is why Christian education is so important. Many of us have struggled through our life, not because we didn't love God, not even because we didn't fear him, but we didn't know what to do. 
Hear me, people of God. It is my desire to work myself out of a job. And I mean that in all sincerity. I pray that we all get to the place where you don't need somebody standing before you telling you the word of the Lord. Because you are so intrinsically joined to the Holy Ghost that you live in the word of the Lord. So that when you wake up in the morning, Holy Ghost, what shall I do? To where you're so in tune with the Spirit that you know what to wear. You know where to go. You know what to eat. You know who to engage with. Hallelujah. And so you got to understand the Lord. And so in, in, in this season, there ought not be a time where Christian education, where, where ministry is going forth, that you don't make it your business to be a part of. Because you want to get an understanding. And all you're getting, get an understanding. Notice this. When the Shudamite woman got a word from the prophet, and when the child came to be, and even after the child died, she knew exactly where to go. Here's why many of us, we fall into depression, I'm including myself, we fall into depression when things don't go according to what we believe God said. Because we don't know how to take the word back to him. And we think that that, that tragedy is the end. It's okay. It's not. But you got to understand the word of the Lord. You have to understand it to the degree that you can live according to it. Everybody say understand. And then the next thing, you got to obey. Real simple. Obey. Just do what the word of God says. Nothing real deep. The man of God, the woman of God, declare it out of their mouth. As if you, if you, here it is. If myself and, and the, other, the other members of the pastoral team, if we can declare blessing and you say, oh, I receive it in the name of Jesus. And then we say it's time to fast. Then we say it's time to pray. Then we say it's time to read our Bible. It's time to forgive. It's time to let go of some things. Obey. If the Holy Spirit pricks your heart and leads you to do something, that you, your will is diametrically opposed to. Do it. Because obedience is better than sacrifice. And here's what I've learned about God's spirit. Anytime you don't obey, you must sacrifice. Disobedience equates to sacrifice. In the temple system, the, on, the tabernacle system, the only reason why people had to make sacrifices was because someone was disobedient. You will, you will find yourself making less sacrifices in your life if you start living in obedience. What did God say? Okay, do that. Everybody shout obey. Last thing here. Perpetuate the word of God. Some of you are sitting on divine nuggets. You're sitting on divine revelation. And you're receiving it and you're thanking God for it. But you got folk around you that are dying in despair. It is time for you to rise up and speak the word of the Lord. Tell them what thus saith the Lord. 
There are people going through hell right now and you have the very word of life in your mouth to stop what's going on. You got family members right now that the enemy is beating them upside their head. And you have the prophetic word on your life, in your belly, that you can declare it over them and the enemy will have to back up off of them instantly. But you stifle it. Because you're afraid of what they may say or you're afraid of what you'll have to do after that don't worry about it dr charles stanley says obey god and leave the consequences to him perpetuate the word of god tell your children and only do you praying and seeking god and your kids are not because they're your legacy and everything you've prayed for Watch this. If they're not joining you in prayer and worship and study, they're going to mess it up anyway. Keep worshiping and praying and, and, and seeking God and let your children just be wayward. Everything you prayed for, they will destroy it. Some people think Karen and I are crazy. Oh, y'all making them babies fast? Y'all make them babies get up and pray? Yes, because my baby's not going to be crazy. I got a lot invested in my family. And some people, they ask, well, how, could, how could this dude start pastoring at 18? Now, yes, in certain regards, I was very much <sighs> unqualified. But what my grandfather did know is that from the time I could understand he was speaking the word of God on me. Minister Anita can, can attest to this. I was the only little baby in mother's board meeting. Really had, I'm listen, come on. I was, I got church even when I didn't want it. I'm a little boy sitting in the pastor's conference. Like, what, I'm, can I go play? The, the word of the Lord was perpetuated in me. And you got to perpetuate it in your children. You got to write it on the tables of their hearts. I love how the psalm says it. He says, you, when, when you lay them down at night, you got to speak to it, speak to them about the word of God when they lay down. And even when you're walking on a road, you got to listen to it and declare it. If you read this text in Hebrew, there's a, there's a word or phrasing that we would classify in English as an ideophone. And you, you, don't, you don't have to play the, the sound effects tab with them. I think we'd be on that now. Ideophone. Anybody ever heard of that word? Okay, here's the idea. When, when you hear a siren, what do you think? It's an emergency. I mean, get out of the way. Slow down. Pull to the side. Something like that. The, the ambulance, does, they don't have to have a conversation with you. I'm closing. They don't have to have a conversation with you because the sound, the phone, the sound declares an idea. Where are my students at? When you hear that bell in that class, you can't stand. Come on, soon as that bell ring, you're like, prop, prop, prop. Because the, the sound denotes instruction. 
closing. I declare this over your life. That in this new year, in this new season that we're going into, God doesn't have to waste time explaining things to you. But that when you hear the sound of the Lord, you already know how to worship him. You already know how to obey him. You already know how to move into action because you hear a sound. Listen, can I help you? This, this, this next season of your life is about to move very fast. You can ask my wife and I. We, we, we've never taken a Christmas vacation before. This, this, we've never done that. This year we had to take a week off. Simply because it's been moving, our life is moving so fast. Meetings and all kind of things going on. And we've had to respond not to a dissertation, but to a sound. And I declare in the name of Jesus that God is going to begin to teach your spirit. So when the sound of worship goes forth, when the sound of prayer goes forth, listen, if, if, if we were in a Middle Eastern state, nobody would have to tell us it was time to go to church. A sound would go off and immediately you would bow wherever you are, in the city center, wherever you were, in the shop, in the mall, and you would just begin to pray. Because you respond to the sound. I'm declaring an eastern anointing over every westerner in this building. That no longer do we have to respond to a post. No longer do we have to respond to a guilt trip to come to worship. A guilt trip to pray. A guilt trip to fast. But that God will raise up a sound in the earth. And that we will know it's time to seek God. It's time to pray. It's time to fast. It's time to fear him. It's time to obey his command. Nobody got to tell you what to do when the siren comes. You know, when the bell ring on the last day of school, nobody got to tell you, okay, you can leave now. No, you know what the sound indicates. And I'm declaring that we will all live according to the sound of the Spirit. Some miracles are getting ready to happen. But these miracles are not going to be, listen. Listen, I hear God. These miracles are not going to be, they're, they're not going to be ushered in by the prophetic utterance. These miracles are going to be, they're going to be initiated by a divine sound. And the only people who will be privy to the sound are those who understand the ideophone of the spirit. Those who can hear in the spirit and respond in the natural. Am I making sense to anybody? Here's my prayer. Lord, attune my ears. Lord, attune my ears. Attune my ears so that I can hear in the spirit. Now, here's the amazing thing. In order for your ears to be sharpened, there's some stuff you're going to have to stop listening to. There's some things you're going to have to take out of your... Father, in the name of Jesus... When all has been said and everything has been heard, grant us the grace to fear you and keep your commandments. Father God, allow us to be so in tune to the spirit that when we hear the sound of instruction, that we would move accordingly. 
Father God, you won't even have to waste time trying to convince us of the emergency. You won't have to waste time trying to convince us of the time. But we will know according to the sound that movement must ensue. We will know according to the sound what needs to happen. We will know according to the sound where to go. So do it for your people. And it is so.